Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. It's the most wonderful time (laughs) of the year. That it is. It's the holiday season. Yes. Happy December. December. Wow. I was really in the Love Love Goods stockroom with reindeer glitter ears on and playing Christmas music. Oh, that's so fun. As I was, yeah. You're creating a a great work environment. Right? (laughs) I feel like the energy is going to come through the boxes. I do. Oh, I love that. So hopefully when people open them, they feel the joy of the season because I pack them so joyfully. I'm really, I'm just, I love this time of year. Yes, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful and you can make it a little stressful, not you, but the general you. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a little stressed about getting my um, holiday Christmas decor up, but it is what it is. I do this to myself because I come up with these wild things for my Christmas tree. And then I'm like, is this going to actually look good? But what, is, what is your theme? You said jungle. Did I make that up? Safari or something? Safari. Okay. So <laughs> I, I've switched from saying that my theme, my Christmas tree is safari themed mm-hmm. to safari inspired. What is the distinction there? <laughs> <laughs> Inspired, to get it. <laughs> inspired is like using the colors and the textures of uh, the, the jungle versus like straight, know. like yeah. ornaments shaped like jeeps and. But I do, I do have ornament, animal ornaments, so we'll see how it comes out. I, I might go back to safari themed once it it turns out good. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to seeing how that works out for you. Me too. Our our um, theme is just very cozy, mm, cozy, semi neutral. So, um, ceramic, white ceramics, wood, a lot of wood, mm-hmm. leather, um, leather. Yeah, I love that. That's and I then love like texture. lots of knits. So chunky knits, mm. pillows, mm. chunky knit um, stockings, mm. and some really deep greens. Yes. I love green. And a tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny bit of red. When I say tiny, yeah, it might be a kitchen. It might be like, I think I have a stripe in my kitchen towel and a little bit of berries in in one of my little artificial plants. I'm going to give y'all, it's not really a cheat code because most of y'all have probably been here to this place already and seen them. But Costco has the most beautiful large poinsettias for $14.99 and the red just like is so bold and beautiful. I ended up getting white because red is not in my um, holiday colors either, but Mm -hmm. um, they're so beautiful. So if red is in your theme or you just love red, go Mm -hmm. ahead and um, go pick those up. Could I keep poinsettias outside or is that an indoor plant? It's an indoor plant because I was going to get some red ones for outside. So I have porch, right? Yes, I have yeah. um, 
my outdoor decor, I'm in love with it. And it is red, but again, red didn't make it in the house. So mm-hmm. <laughs> red is the stepchild. <laughs> you can stay on the porch. Yeah. All right. Well, we're already kind of doing this, but let's go ahead and love it. Or leave it. What you got for us? So my love it for this episode, it's um, a a couple of weeks old by now, but Mm -hmm. I had the honor and pleasure to attend the Girlfriends and Gratitude Brunch hosted by Maddie and Shalise Tyson, if you all don't it was amazing. Um, <laughs> wait, oh, I'm getting off track. Um, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, did you, did you ever watch Everything's Trash? It's on. No. Um, okay, never mind. So it's on Freeform, I think. Um, anyway, Phoebe Robinson, if y'all know her, mm-hmm. I just sounded like her when I did that. She's <laughs> on that show. She's a podcaster. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was hosted by Maddie and Shalise Tyson. Um, Shalise, if you all don't know her, is a, the, a creative, a content creator and entrepreneur. She is the beauty and brains behind Glow Gear. Um, yeah. So if you've seen Maddie or I have on a Glow Getter shirt or sweatshirt, um, that's Shalise. And she's also the host of the Behind the Glow, Glow podcast. So the Sunday after Thanksgiving, they hosted an amazing intimate brunch, um, which really created a safe space for women to come together, to release, recharge, and really reciprocate. That's how I kind of felt, like love and compassion and support um, around three key areas. Of course, you know we're on this podcast. We love alliteration. And I got got some for y'all today. Love alliteration. (laughs) So it was all around uh, girlfriends, gratitude, and growth. And Mm -hmm. so I just really love the conversation. Um, The food was amazing. The company was even better. Um, So I was just really grateful to share that space with you all. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I just wanted to give public kudos to Maddie and Shalise for hosting such an amazing event. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad you made it. Because you all so you, glad you, you made it. You know, it. that was the next sentence here. <laughs> so I was going to tell you guys to make sure that you subscribe um, to both Maddie and Shalise's mailing list. Because those things, the tickets to that brunch went like hotcakes. Now, you know... I do work. I'm going to just put that out there as a disclaimer. But there are days that I work work. And so this was one of those days. I was work working. And I happened to be maybe one hour late from the email that went out to, you know, the group. You heard me say the email that went out to the group. So. Because she wanted a private email. I felt like. I just it could have at least got like a little side text that says, go check this out in case you want to come, you know, I'm especially when, when the quantity is limited. I mean, the, the quantity was limited, right? It was limited. It's like so one, <laughs> one hour after this email went out, the joint said sold out. And I was like, dang, you're about to have this event and not even have me in the place to be. I'm going to send but, y'all a screenshot of what, how, what she really said. Yeah, the, <laughs> keep keep that between us. But know that I did have to call her out, and then I felt bad. Like, okay, um, you know, it, it's not. Should I deserve special notification? I thought about it, and I went back and I said, yes, I should. I, <laughs> I did some reflection, and 
baby, I deserve. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> all that to say, my notifications, it didn't even make it to Instagram. So you can't even turn on your Instagram notifications. It didn't. It didn't. You just didn't. have to check your email every 30 minutes. I mean. <laughs> so, okay. First of all, thank you. For those kind words, yes. the event was really, really good. I'm like still on a high. Um, yes. And we wanted to we we wanted to have it in a larger space. We ran into a lot of issues, and so we said we'd rather have something small than nothing at all. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that's why we in ended the spirit up spirit of just start in the spirit of just start. Absolutely. And so I said, let me practice what we preach here because one thing about me that perfectionism is going to keep me from getting anything out the door. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, Shalisa and I said, let's go ahead and just do it. And we always said from the beginning that we were going to share it with our community of subscribers first, Mm -hmm. because those are the people who have either bought from us or signed up. So, Mm -hmm. you know, social media is great to expand your reach, but there is, there are benefits to membership. There are benefits to membership. So that's why we started with the email list. But yeah, we didn't even make it beyond the email list. It sold out in 50 minutes, y'all. So thank you, guys. I told her, I said, are y'all Beyonce? Like, what's going on? (laughs) What's going on? But I, no, I'm I'm happy that the um, demand was there. You know, it it definitely shows that women are looking for spaces like this. So. Yeah. And so I I was happy. I was sad. (laughs) But I made it in there. I didn't make it in there. I didn't make it in there. Um, Yeah. And I feel like exactly who was supposed to be in there was in there because the conversation really went to a place that I think was so meaningful um, that we hadn't even anticipated really going deep. So, um, yeah, it was wonderful. We are, we did meet this week about our next event. So stay tuned, but we are um, planning something for the month of February. So it will not be long. It will not be long. So I'm going to come back on here on January 31st. Are there 31 days? 31. And And let us know if you made it. No. Oh, right. Because it's going to be in February. So it's probably going to go and sell in January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to try to give y'all the heads up. Y'all better check (laughs) y'all emails at least at once an hour. And... God willing, we um, are in talks with some of the venues that we weren't able to get through mm-hmm. with last time that, that do have the space that we need. So okay. it's going to be really, really good. Um, all right, let's get through this uh, session so we can get into the meat of this episode. What I'm loving this week is called Immune Boost. It is a product that I bought off of Amazon. Um, Ellie, my daughter, is in school now in big kid school and it's germs every other day. Mm-hmm. There were germs in daycare, but this is like next level. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's constantly getting some respiratory this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. And if you live in the DC area or if you live in the district of Columbia, then you probably received an email like I did from the national children's medical center that said, do not bring your children to children's hospital mm-hmm. because there's no room at the end. There's no room, yeah. They say we're at 80% capacity. Emergency room is overflowing with RSV. So if y'all kids get sick, y'all need to thug it out or go to a local urgent care. Mm-hmm. So as soon as she got sick, I said, oh, we're not doing this. So mm-hmm. I started doing some research. And I found this product and you guys, it works so well and it's all natural. And we mm-hmm. now all take it um, on like every other day basis. It's it's mm-hmm. um, it's like a proprietary blend, but it's echinacea, elderberry extract, things of that mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. And you just put a couple droppers under the tongue. It's by Joy Spring. It's called Immune Boost. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was better within no exaggeration, like two days. 
Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Exactly. I thought, oh, there might be some lingering symptoms because mm-hmm. she had spiked a really high fever and her symptoms went away just like that. So we're all for the natural um, remedies over here. I love Chestol cough syrup. It's like a honey-based cough syrup. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll link all of them in the show notes, but it's been getting us through this season. So wanted to share it with you all. I got somebody you need to share that with. I'll tell you on the backside. Okay. Somebody got a <laughs> lingering cough. <laughs> yeah. The, the germ, I mean, it's, a, you know, the germs just be German. And so the whole household just be sick. All That's the time. it. Yeah. Everybody I know with little ones, the household, yeah. you know, gets sick. And then the little ones are going to grandma's house on the weekend. And we don't need mm-hmm. the seniors getting these. Mm-mm. They're not equipped. The seniors are not equipped for the three and four year old germs. So let's, um, let's keep our germs to ourselves, guys. So yeah, that's what I that's that's what I've got for y'all. Um, you ready to to go to the next segment? I am. All right, time to set the table. All right, guys. This week's word is journal. We are on our A through Z journey through a weekly word, and we are on the letter J. As always, you can read what I had to say about this on the blog at lovemadden.com, but I want to share a little snippet with you all to frame our discussion for the day. Outside of the known therapeutic benefits of journaling, the practice also has a strong positive correlation to success when it comes to accomplishing our goals. Keeping a journal of ideas and intentions is the first step toward executing them. Writing the vision holds us accountable. It documents our progress, and it lays out a plan for the way forward. Tennille mentioned I love alliteration. I have five C's for us today when it comes to the benefits of journaling. Number one, compliance. Writing the vision is the first step toward carrying out what God has purposed you to do. This first act of obedience transforms us from a passive role to an active one. In Habakkuk 2.2, the Bible says, quote, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. Taking this step is an act of compliance to our creator and the visionary over our lives. The second C is clarity. Writing the vision also brings a sense of clarity and focus to our thoughts. It allows us to process, sort through, and distinguish between our plan versus God's vision for us. Being mindful and intentional in our journaling gives us a chance to hear from God more clearly, which in turn allows us to align our desires with his will. The third C is commitment. There are often times when we will receive the vision before the provision. We may feel confident that what we hear is God's will, yet we can't see a way. Writing the vision by faith creates a physical manifestation of what is to come through the alignment of our desire with God's will and his faithfulness. Even if we don't know how it's going to happen, taking that first step of faith reminds us that it can happen. The fourth C is conviction. Writing the vision spoken to us by God reminds us of our commitment to his will. And when the journey presents challenges, and we know for certain that it will, revisiting that vision is what helps us to stay the course. It gives us hope for what is yet to come, and it reminds us, reminds us of our trust in God along the way. And finally, closeness. Writing the vision draws us closer to God. Just as we develop our interpersonal relationships by spending time with people and learning about them through conversation, we nurture our relationship with our creator by spending time with him and meditating on God's word. 
And that's what I have to say about journaling. And without further ado, let's dig in. Yummy. All right. So our first question is, what does journaling look like to you? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just share, yeah. What is what is what does journaling mean? Um, for me, journaling is about documentation. Mm. It journaling has had a couple of different like roles in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about its role in my sort of healing journey mm-hmm. separately. Um, when you think about like keeping a prayer journal, but in this instance, and in sort of the context and the backdrop of the blog is really about like goal setting and. Mm-hmm. Um, really leaning into purpose and growth. And so journaling for me is really about documentation. It's a ledger. Um, and we talk about this a lot in our accountability group where we can go back um, and review what it is that we set out to do, what our goals are. You know, it reminds us of what they are. It provides clarity, um, writing through our thoughts also, you know, sometimes we bounce ideas off of other people. Writing through our thoughts is a, a way for us to bounce our ideas off of ourselves, you know, by seeing things down on paper. So it's really in, in this particular con- context, I would say it's, um, it's about documentation and accountability. Yeah. And I don't really have too much more to add to that because I wrote down, it's a way for me to document and process my ideas, my mm-hmm. thoughts, my feelings, my fears, my hopes. And my dreams. And, um, you know, I said, yeah, I also use it as an accountability tool. You know, I'll go back and read older journals mm-hmm. and say, girl, you're still doing the same old S. Or <laughs> I'll say, look how you've evolved or moved past, you know, or accomplished X, Y, and Z. So, um, yeah, it, it it just, you know, it, it allows you to see where where you've been where you are, yeah. and then to document where you want to go. go. Yeah, sometimes I look back and I'm like, girl, you was going through. Um, but growth, thank God for growth. And it thank reminds God. us, it reminds us, I've seen like some posts on social that was like, you know, there are a lot of areas where you are living the things that you prayed for before. Mm-hmm. And it reminds us that something that you might be experiencing in this season, in another season might have been a desire or a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really encouraging because the things that we continue to desire and um, remain hopeful for could very much be something that we could be looking back on in our journal. Um, but we've got to write it down and document it in order to have a place to go back and look when you know yeah. when we achieve it. So it's important for us to do it. All right. What role has journaling played in your personal journey to healing and if you have a personal lesson or story about journaling, share it with the audience. Yeah. So I've tried all sorts of journaling. I've tried bulleted lists and gratitude journaling and free form essay journaling. Um, when I was in a season of just like a low season and I didn't feel like writing, I tried video journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if we think about what we're doing on social media, where we're documenting so many seasons of our lives, uh, that's you know a journal in a sense. Right. So I know that there are some people that will create like a private social media page, um, you know, for their kids or their family, and they'll go back and they'll use that almost like a video journal. Um, If you look through the photo section of your phone, that's a journal, you know, that's photo, that's a photo journal. Um, So I've been through a lot of different 
sort of iterations of what journaling looks like. But in particular, there was a season where I was just creating lists of prayers Mm -hmm. for myself and for other people. So I might just write the name and write a word about what it is, you know, that they stand in need of. Or sometimes it might just be general. I might just write someone's name down. Um, And then I would go back every few weeks or every month and I would look at the names of the people that I had written and I would use it as a reminder to check on those people. Mm -hmm. Not even to say like, you know, hey, I pray for you on that job. Did you get it? But just to remind me to be um, conscious about checking on people. And in doing that, it really helped to strengthen my relationships with those people, strengthen Mm -hmm. my relationship with God because it was just more intentional prayer time. Um, But it was so encouraging because there were so many times where I would check on somebody, they would share something that happened for them. And so I started going back and writing in the margin the mm-hmm. breakthrough and the date. So oh. Lord, I'm praying for these, you know, these people's marriages on the brink. Right. And then six months later, I would be able to come back and write, you know, they're in a good space or they mm-hmm. shared this, or this person was praying for a child or this person um, is having a difficult time on the job. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, a hundred percent of the prayers that were answered, but it was an overwhelming amount of prayers that were answered, even if they weren't answered in the way that we pray for them to be answered, but where God brought peace, where right. God, God brought healing, where there was recovery. Um, and it was so transformational for me because I, if I hadn't written some of those really, quote unquote, smaller ones down, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have remembered. So the sure. act of seeing that documentation of all of these answer prayers for myself and for others mm-hmm. brought me so much joy. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm sitting here hyper-focused on this 5 or 10% of something that's going challenge, so challenging. And I've seen so many people write like, oh, 2022 was such a terrible year mm-hmm. because maybe a terrible thing happened or right. two terrible things happened or three terrible things happened. Mm-hmm. And three terrible things is a lot, right? Mm-hmm. That's more than a notion. But when we document all of the wonderful things that's happening, all of the praise, all of the gratitude, we will become overwhelmed mm-hmm. by all the good things that are that are going on in our life. So that listing of prayers and then going back and creating a column for the answer prayers, um, in addition to my regular sort of gratitude practice, was truly transformational on my healing journey. It just changed my perspective from mm-hmm. um, focusing on the worries and the fears to focusing on the good things that are happening. And it's just, it just outweighs it. It's yeah. like not even no comparison. Yeah, and we lose sight of it. So like you said, writing it down just gives it a place to live. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I tell people all the time, sometimes this little brain of mine will forget some mm. of the like smaller details, right? Um, but if I, you know, write it down and have somewhere to place it, I can always go back. And the small things are the big things. That's like, it. The older you get, you hear older people they the the kind of gratitude they have. Like they just happy to to to, to open their eyes. Mm-hmm. They're just happy to not to have knee pain. Not to have knee pain, to be able to get out the bed, to stand up. And mm-hmm. it sounds kind of like, okay, we take that for granted because we're young and healthy relatively, right? Mm-hmm. But the older you get, it's like everybody's not waking up. Like it's not just something mm-hmm. to say. It's mm-hmm. legit. You know, Everybody's not able to move around. Everybody's not in their right mind. Everybody doesn't have peace of mind. Um, So whatever it is that we have, I think when you focus your energy on something, you get more of that thing. 
And so Mm. when we focus our energy on the goodness and really stop and think about it, like as soon as I open my eyes every single morning, I say, thank you, God. Mm. That's the prayer. It's not no long, elaborate study, but I literally Mm. say, thank you, God. And then I check on my baby and she opens her eyes and I say, Thank, Thank you, God. You God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it just it starts the day with gratitude and it doesn't have to be a, a huge formal practice, but it just mm-hmm. it shifts our mindset. Yeah. Um, no, I think for me, journaling has played a role in my healing journey um, because when I didn't have a place to release my feelings or I needed to work through them before I shared them with someone um, it gave me an opportunity to create that dialogue and to have that conversation between me, the paper, my heart, and God, right? So sometimes, you know, we, we do talk about sharing, um, you know, our thoughts, our feelings, our hopes, our desires with, you know, trusted friends and, and partners and things like that. But sometimes you can't even, you don't even know how to talk to somebody about it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like a, it's your own personal safe space. I looked at it as, um, you know, to just work through some of those thoughts and those feelings. And, um, you know, I think the inputs that I received as a result of taking the time to, to journal, and I will say I am not the type of person who is going to journal every day or every other day, Um you know, I use journaling when either something really amazing has happened that I want to document. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm planning out like what I want my vision for my life, or mm-hmm. if I'm in a really deep valley and I need mm-hmm. to like place that stuff somewhere. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking the time to 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 process that and to receive all the inputs and you know have it go through. Um, or have myself go through the process, mm-hmm. I'm able to get the desired output and I can come back and say, this happened for me, you know, or I was able to work through it. So. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who wants to embark on or continue a journaling practice? Yeah, there's no wrong way to do it. Um, it can sound intimidating, for people who don't write, I realize that I'm a writer. I think when I think back, um, even as a kid, um, when I needed to communicate something, I would write it. Uh, if I wanted to ask my parents for permission, I would write them notes. Like now that I'm thinking back to it, um, I would keep journals and diaries, you know, in elementary and middle school. So it's a matter for me of just making time for it because mm-hmm. it's it's natural for me to write. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that a lot of people, I would even venture to say most people, are not writers. And so mm-hmm. when I talk about journaling, people are really intimidated um, or can be really intimidated by the thought of it because they feel like it has to be like a book mm-hmm. you know, or paragraphs or whatever. Um, but I think just starting and not allowing yourself to be um, to make it bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. It could be a list. It could be a list of three things that you're grateful for a day. Um, and one thing you want to do better, that's it. Or it could just be, you know, a, um, I've seen a line a day journals. So they have a prompt and you just fill out one line a day. It could be prayers. So if you're, you know, talking to God, it could be with the things that you're asking for. 
you could write letters to your future self. You could write letters to your kids. You know, so there are a lot of different ways that you can use journaling. You can use it to plan out things that you want to do, to write down your goals. Um, if I think writing is the best way to do it, just because of how our brains are wired, there mm-hmm. is um, evidence around the benefits of writing. But if writing, you know, especially in a particular season, is is not something that you're feeling equipped to do. Leave yourself an audio message um, yeah. or, you know, like I said, video recording um, or photo journaling. So there's a lot of different ways that we can do it. I think the point is to get it out of our mind, mm-hmm. somewhere that we can document it and somewhere where we can come back to it. The thing about journaling is you're only doing part of it if you're writing it and then you're leaving it, you know, somewhere to collect us. It is important for us to go back and read what it is that we've written and have some time for reflection. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was going to say something very similar, which was start small. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I have felt like at times that, you know, like I said, sitting down to write for hours upon hours can feel overwhelming. Um, but I'm going to go back to when Maddie talked about the Fisher Price prayer method or whatever she called it. I said, we can implement the Fisher Price journaling method, right? So you remember when you were, and and Maddie gave some examples, like using a list, list and things like that, bulleted list. So you don't have to do what exactly I'm saying, but I started thinking about when we first started learning how to write like paragraphs and papers and things like that. They would say, start with an intro sentence, two to three sentences of support, and then close it with the conclusion. (laughs) That's it. Introduction, body, conclusion. Exactly. That's (laughs) it. Right? So my um, piece of advice is just like, Again, start small, even Mm -hmm. if it is, you know, just using kind of the intro, the body and the conclusion method, or if it's the list method, whatever it is, just do it and just start. Um, Were you about to say something? I was going to say, and for those people who are type A, like me, like if I have a journal, I'm like, oh, this is a gratitude journal, but then I want to lament about something or I have a prayer. I'm like, oh, I can't put it in here because it's a gratitude journal. Then I got another book. It's my prayer journal. This is my notes journal for Sunday. I got so many books. And then I don't like to be scratching out. I don't like mistakes. I don't like when it's like going off into the margin. I, I told you guys, perfectionism is is a real issue for me. And I've had to tell those, you know, those things like this is keeping you, again, these fear-based responses. This is keeping you from getting it done. So it's one thing to just start. But another thing is like, don't, don't make it harder. Don't make it bigger than it needs to be right. was my first piece of advice. And don't make it harder than it needs to be. Yeah. It's okay if you started with the black pen and now you got the blue pen or you can only find your pink pen. It's okay if your handwriting is scratched out because you're tired or if if you were, if it was a bullet, but now you want to write an essay, it's all right. <laughs> Journaling is like life. It's It can be messy. It can I be mean, messy. Yeah. And, and, and your journal is just for you. You don't have to, right. you don't have to share it if you don't want to. So um, kind of just let, if you struggle with some of those things, like, again, I always tell myself, you're not writing a book. That's not what this is. Um, somebody's not going to come behind you and edit this. Just get it right. out. Just write it down. So that's another yeah. thing. And we talked about being um, in the entering into the holiday season, but mm-hmm. I also think that this is a season where people start to reflect and plan what their 
you know, 2023, mm-hmm. um, what they want that to look like. Mm-hmm. And so I have been thinking about this and saying, you know, maybe I'll just answer a question a day, mm. right? As I begin to go into a, a period of reflection and planning. And so some of the things I said was like, you know, how do I want to feel in 2023? Mm. What do I want to experience? Who do I want to connect with? Um, you know, what do I want my relationships to look like? And this could be, you know, your romantic relationships, your professional relationships, mm-hmm. your relationships with your girlfriends. Um, and then who do I want to leave in 2022? And who Ooh. do I want to take in the 2023? Like all of these things <laughs> are each day, you know, we could just take a question mm-hmm. that's going to help us um, shape what we want our 2023 to look like. I think oftentimes people, you know, people have vision board parties and things at the beginning of the year. And it is good to be able to put, you know, pictures and and things in a place where you can kind of look at it. I am totally for that. But I do think that there is some pre-work that -hmm. needs to happen before you start just pasting pictures on a page. I totally agree. If you don't mind sharing those questions with us, I could put them in the show notes. Um, And we can also maybe- Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we can put them in the newsletter. We can put them on social so more people can reach them. And and that's what I was going to say. I was thinking about doing like a journal entry a day or something over the next like 12 days. And so I don't know if I have 12 questions here, but I think that's good. Like, And it'll even force me to- um, answer these questions, which is what I want to do, um, you know, as we lead up to 2023. So I love it. Great. Okay. All right. Okay. So if there is one way that you can apply the practice of journaling, um, in your life in the very near future, what would it be? So I'll be saying stuff here and then I'm like, oh, I gotta hold myself to it. Um, yeah, cause we are going to go back in the wrap-up episode. (laughs) We will go back. (laughs) Janelle will scour the last five minutes of every episode to hear what our commitments were. Um, I was thinking about, and this is still evolving and unfolding, so don't hold me to exactly how, but I was thinking about starting the year for our community with a 21-day fast, a challenge Mm. that we can do together. And with that, I wanted to have a daily prompt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... If I do it, I don't know if I'm going to just do it by myself or do it with the community or figure out what that looks like. But I can say that at least for myself, I plan to start my year with a 21-day fast and a, and a prompt a day um, where I'm just going to write something connected to that exercise. But perhaps this is something that I can also share with the community. I think a lot of us need a hard reset. So, Yeah. And so I just thought about this mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how to operationalize it. So we might have to think about it. But Yeah, I think doing it in community is great. And I also think sometimes it helps for people to see um, other people's responses to some of these questions. Mm. So if we use something like, have you ever heard of Jamboard? Where like they have, it's like you have posts, you can put virtual Mm -hmm. post-it notes based on different questions. So that, I don't know if there's like a private way to do that. I'm sure there is because they use it for business and stuff. But, you know, doing, like you said, doing those things in community so that we can either, one, hold ourselves accountable, um, know how to support one another, or even just work through our own stuff by seeing what other people are um, experiencing or grappling with and, and things like that. I really like that. Um, Alex L. uses a tool for her daily gratitude newsletter, 
where you can respond and then there's like a board oh. feature as well. I can't remember what it's called right now, but I can look into that. Yeah. Um, there's so many things that I think we could do within this community. I've been thinking more and more about like what a Love Madden app would look like. Mm, um, or like a yeah, or like a third party app, you know, where mm-hmm. we could customize. But there are just so many tools where I think the podcast could live, some of these posts could live, some of these challenges, downloads. Um, so we'll figure something out. But until then, we've got, you know, the website. But yeah, I like that idea. I'm gonna look into Jamboard and I'm gonna look into what Alex uses for her daily gratitude yeah. chat and we'll we'll figure something out. Um, I think that would be awesome as part of your like the twenty one day reset or something. Right? Like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do you have a practical application for for us? Mine was actually just to go through those questions that I wrote down last night as I was thinking about this nice. episode. Nice. Um, so just being very intentional and getting one, because like you said, I have like five different journals that I've written in. And that's the thing. It'd be stuff all over the place. So I just need to pick one journal that I'm going to use until the pages run out right? and, you know, and start there. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Just, I am in a, I won't say hard reset season, but mm-hmm. there's, you know, I have some things that I want to get done in 2023 mm-hmm. and I haven't been as diligent in, um, planning my life outside of fertility for the last couple years. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think this is a, just the opportunity for me to not say that fertility is not part of that plan, but mm-hmm. not to be so hyper focused on that, that everything else kind of falls by the wayside. Yeah. And fertility is one of those things. Um, and there are other things that are like that, that almost take over your life mm-hmm. for a season, um, that everything becomes about that. And that's just yet another reason why journaling and, and especially yeah. gratitude journaling are so important because you're thinking about how X is not working but you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, 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 are all working, <laughs> <laughs> but we're so focused on X. Um, so I think that's just another reason why getting into these practices yeah. and daily habits are so important for keeping our mind. Like people say, like your health is your wealth, and all of this stuff. And honestly, it starts with the mind. Your your physical and your and your and your mental. It's there's a symbiotic relationship there, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're focused enough on our minds. Lord, keep our minds. And I, that's, I have just been saying, like, when somebody says, what are you grateful for? I will just say sanity because mm-hmm. I feel like there are so many things that have occurred that have really, you know, could have taken me to a very deep, dark place, you know, where I was depressed and, mm-hmm. you know, not wanting to get up and all these things. But God kept me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm just grateful for that, that I got peace. Sound mind, that's enough for me, Lord, at this point. Now, there's a whole laundry list of other things that I want and desire, but you could just keep me in my right mind and let me walk around and, you know, live a good life. Yes. God kept me. No, <laughs> so I wouldn't let go. Y'all know I can't sing, but that doesn't stop me. Um, me neither. Anything else that we have around the the dig-in topic? No, I think that is it. Um, Yeah, I'll just say, you know, start small and we can help you all do that with our um, question, reflection question of the day. Yeah, yeah. Keep on the lookout. Yes, for sure. Don't make it bigger than it is. Don't make it harder than it is. And like she said, just start. All right. Now let's go to the only place we know to go. The throne of grace. Outside of the (laughs) club.
joking. We don't Let's even be in nobody's club. club. Not no more. Not, Not no more. But but we did we we did spend we a, had a time we had a, we had a time. it was a time um all right let's go to god in prayer let's start first with our passage um it's in habakkuk 2 2 um and the lord answered me and the lord answered me write the vision make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it and i just i want to stop there real quick that thing got me when I was looking at it last night. Keep I'm, going. I'm telling you. First of all, we got to read. We Habakkuk is short, so y'all can read the whole thing. But <laughs> um, even if you just look at chapter two, um, and the Lord answered me, there is a backdrop there that there was a question. There was outreach. There was prayer. We were looking to God for an answer, right? So for those of you who might be in a space where you're looking for an answer or you're looking for sign, consider this. And the answer was this, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, make it plain. Like we said, bullets, short and sweet. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, edited or whatever, make it plain. So he may run who reads it. You know, these are directions. This is taking us from, I said this in the post from passive to mm-hmm. active. The act of um, of writing it down is the gateway take for for taking something from an, a concept or an idea to an action or a practice. So th- this is there's so much packed into those um, few short words in the passage this week. All right, so here is our prayer. God, thank you for creating each one of us with a purpose. Thank you also for speaking vision into us. Mm. Thank you for giving us the first step on our journey toward carrying out that vision. Help me to comply with what you ask of me. Help me to find clarity, commitment, and conviction. And finally, God, I pray that I would draw closer to you through it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And here's our practice. This week, I will take the very first step toward running with God's vision for me by simply writing it down. And if you don't know what the vision is, just open up the notebook, grab your pen, and ask God, what is your vision for me? And whatever comes to you, it doesn't have to be, like I said, fine-tuned and finalized. Just start to just free form it out. Just write whatever comes to you in that moment and see if you can then later connect the dots. And, you know, I'm going to just go back to the passage just really quickly. Mm-hmm. Write the vision. So we know what we want the outcome to be, mm-hmm. right? But if God is going to run with it. So we can't be so committed to how we get to the outcome. Mm-hmm. Like we have our preconceived notions of how we're going to get to the outcome. It's the vision. The, it's the vision, right? So I just, that popped into my head for my own self, but mm-hmm. I thought that I would share that with you all as well. Right. It doesn't say write the journey, write mm-hmm. the write the workflow, write the process, write mm-hmm. the steps. It says write the vision. Right. And make yeah. it plain. Mm-hmm. Simple. You know, don't overcomplicate. So we pray that this blesses you and that this encourages yeah. you. Um, and until we meet again, love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Self-Love Podcast with Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-M.